0: Take it, Mariah
1: There's a hero a block for Waddle He knocks him for the touchdown And basically a 14, 13-point swing waddling his way for six And a six-yard strike from Tua an Third and 13 into and the end zone. Kosicki, touchdown! What a catch! 14 yard snare. And then a hero comes along. Talk about Lola. Here they come with Washington. There he goes. Always chasing touchdown, Craycraft. Two-yard throw, Tonga Bailoa with his third touchdown pass today. It's a long road. Third. A long road. He never give up. To a go and deep. Oh, he's got Hill! He's got Hill! That is six!
0: Is it weird to be up and also cry at the same time? Oh, I mean, it's the weirdest it gets.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's my answer. That's where I'm at right now. All highlights courtesy of CBS, and all the beauty courtesy of Tua Tonga of Thanks, Mariah. Appreciate you, baby girl. The Dolphins are two and zero. This show, by the way, Dolphins two and zero. Theos Chiefs mm. two and zero. Jeanette's Buccaneers, 2-0. You know what that makes us? Undefeated. Undefeated and elite. Wow. Undefeated and elite. We're a playoff show.
2: Yeah. We're a playoff (laughs) show. Yeah, baby. I love it.
0: I love it. Man, it feels good. Ken LeVick alive here on ESPN 106.3. And then there's still stuff like this. Okay? This is from Chris on Twitter. Okay, Tua played well with what the Ravens gave him. But my question is, do you honestly think him going for six touchdowns and that kind of yardage is sustainable? But please be honest and say the Ravens still dropped the ball in second half with the coverage. Yeah, they did. It's fine. Want well, to know why they dropped the ball in the second half with the coverage? Because you're trying to account for Tyreek Hill, and you're trying to account for Jalen Waddle and you're trying to account for Mike Kosicki all on the same field. Yeah. So is six touchdowns sustainable? Probably not. There's a reason that it rarely happens in NFL history. In fact, according to the outstanding show notes of one, Stone Lebanowitz, the five players with 450 pass yards and six passing touchdowns in a game, Peyton, Big Ben, Breeze, Mahomes, Tua. There's a reason it doesn't happen very often because it's not sustainable. But when you're Tua and you need to do that, he showed he can do it. Yeah. I mean... So, no, it's not sustainable. Of course not. It's not sustainable for any quarterback. Absolutely Ever. not. <laughs> Ever. In the history of football. <laughs> From here until the end of time. But the fact that Tua did it and dragged his team to a win, that's what's significant about this. Yeah, I mean, do you think we're sitting here hoping that he throws for 400 yards again? No. Oh, uh, Next week? <laughs> next week? I mean, I'm predicting Tua's going to go for 550 against <laughs> right. Buffalo and nine touchdowns. Yeah. Right.
3: I mean, Chiefs Kingdom, people don't even do that kind of thing with Patrick Mahomes.
2: Yeah. I yeah. mean,
0: Josh Allen's awesome. He's not even going to come close to doing that tonight.
2: The thing about being a a winning team is you win games in different ways. You expect different things from your players depending on what the game gives you. And the Ravens gave the Dolphins an opportunity, and they struck. Yeah, Yeah. you don't expect six touchdowns every game. (laughs) No. But when they open the door. The the, the Dolphins don't even need, like, four touchdowns in a game as a team. Yeah. It's fine.
0: No, it's not sustainable.
2: Look to week one. But
0: it's so weird that, like, Justin Herbert. He's aesthetically pleasing, so eh, that's good. Like, forgiving him. He threw a 99-yard interception for a touchdown to lose a game on Thursday, okay? And we just sort of said, oh, growing pains. Two <laughs> Tua throw, six touchdowns, four in the fourth quarter, 469 yards, and we're saying, is that sustainable? No, of course not, for Christ's sake, man. No. It's ridiculous. But it was really damned good. But, again, it's the standards. It's yeah. just the, the standards. Like, you were saying earlier in a breakstone, a little peek behind the curtain, that Bill Belichick was, like, overjoyed at Mac Jones after the game yesterday. Mac Jones had a drive where he ate almost six minutes off the clock to help win that game and bleed it out in Pittsburgh. I get it. But, see, but there's like, the problem. hugging on him and praising him, the standard for Mac Jones and the standard for tour are so wildly different.
3: There's the problem right there. You said Mac Jones orchestrated the six-minute drive. You know, at what point ever in life are we going to acknowledge offensive linemen in that regard? Like, that, all the six minutes had everything to do with the center, the two guards, and the two tackles, and the guys going to block for the running back. But there's the problem right there. We give it to Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. We say Mac Jones is the reason that Mac Jones did nothing but get the play call down in his headset and turn around yeah. and hand the ball off.
2: Nothing mm-hmm. else but was done that. This
0: is the same quarterback who we praised for throwing three passes in a primetime game. Yeah. Absolutely. Because it was too windy.
2: That's but, the Mac Jones experience. It's like what he doesn't do is what he does well. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, yeah. Take the take take the ball out of his hands and and win football games. That's the Patriots' plan or, right now. Yeah, or, or,
3: yeah. And if you force him to throw the ball or put the game in his hands, they're not going to win that game.
2: And that's why Mac Jones is a top 100 player, obviously. Right, right. And a Pro <laughs> Bowler.
0: <laughs> um, uh, by the way, breaking news presented by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Uh, Mike Evans of the Buccaneers has been suspended a game for his ongoing feud with Marshawn Lattimore. Mm. Every time the Bucs and Saints play, it feels like those two are fighting. And so Mike Evans pushing him from behind, and I think that's probably inciting a brawl on the <laughs> field, pushing Lattimore from behind. He took exception to Tom Brady. Uh, did, did Did they... Push Brady, or were they just jawing at Brady? They were just John. They were just John, but Mike Evans took exception <laughs> to that. Pushed Lattimore in the square square part of his back, and uh, that, that started a fight, and so he's been suspended a game.
3: I don't know if you guys saw the video of Bruce Arians sending Mike Evans in like an attack dog. You guys didn't, didn't catch it? So he's on the sideline. So Mike Evans wasn't even in the game.
0: So that's what I read this morning that the NFL was investigating Bruce Arians' part, and I'm like, what the hell are they talking about? So he literally sent Mike Evans in as a goon. Why is he even on the sideline? Absolutely sent him in like a goon. <laughs> like, I've <laughs> never. Uh, so I, if you haven't seen the video, go look it up, what and is I'll he
3: show going you guys. on the sideline. So Bruce Arians is walking up and down the sideline, and Mike Evans knows there's this beef going on, and Bruce Evans doesn't really make eye contact Bruce with Arians? Mike Ab- Bruce Arians, <laughs> d- Bruce Bruce Evans. Bruce Arians, that's like my accountant <laughs> that's his dead. or something. Yeah. This is dead. So he doesn't even make eye contact with Mike Evans. He kind of just looks his way. You can see him mouth like Mike, and he sends the hand motion like "Go, go finish
2: it," like go, "Go, like go, go, go stop <laughs> this nonsense." You don't, you don't do that with your number one receiver. He's not Eudonis Haslem. No, Mike.
0: and if I'm Todd Bowles, I'm like, what are you doing, old man? Let me coach this team. Why is Bruce Arians even on the sideline? <laughs> he literally, and, and as soon as
3: he makes that hand gesture, Mike Evans full speed sprint.
2: Wait. I forgot about that part of it. You're saying Bruce Arians, that's not even the head coach of the Bucs.
0: No, no, he's not the coach anymore. (laughs) Hasn't been for several months
2: now. (laughs) What? Bruce Arians is retired.
0: Yeah, Bruce Arians is like a team representative or something. Why is he on the sideline, and why is he making personnel
2: decisions? He's not the head coach. He's trying to implode the Bucs. He's trying what to, is he doing? He's like, Tom's going to force me to retire? Or guess like, what? You're Todd Taking Bulls. Taking out his top, his top target.
0: Like, you're Todd Bulls. You have a quarterback, a Hall of Fame quarterback that's fighting for his marriage right now and also trying to win you a Super Bowl, right? And you're so much so that you're you're juggling that. You're giving him Wednesdays off. Okay, like you're you're trying to make sure that Tom Brady's as comfortable as possible as his personal life completely takes a dump and he's trying to win as many games as possible in what might be his final season. Then you have the old crusty former head coach who's roaming the sidelines, join with players and sending in your number one receiver to go act as some sort of hockey goon.
2: Oh, my goodness.
0: On the sideline. I, Bruce Arians, thank you for the Super Bowl, and you've been a great coach, but if I'm Todd Bowles, I'm saying, hey, old man, get your ass up to the suite. We don't need you here anymore. What is that? How is that okay? He was also jawing at DB. Yeah,
1: what is for he doing?
2: Mike, Mike Evans, and also the funniest part was afterwards when he's like, mm-hmm. that's Tom Brady, what do you expect me to do? Like, but uh, here, I have no
0: problem. Listen, no, I have no problem with what Mike Evans did. It's a violent game. You're going to get violent reactions. He's standing up for Tom Brady. Fine, so <laughs> be it. Mike Evans <laughs> and Tom Mike Brady are Evans. tight.
2: Okay, that's his top target. That's his dude. Exactly. So what are you doing? That's he had, he's, and stupid he's, he's and not, get somebody else to do it.
3: Hey, he's not that guy. He's not worried about being suspended. Like no. he will do that again next Mike week Evans and the week after that, and the after that. He's got a little bit of edge to him. I don't give a damn how him.
2: much edge you have to you. How about some brains to you? Why would you go out there and start a brawl because he's quote unquote Tom Brady? I'm surprised. You're putting your team I'm surprised. At a There's
0: levels to this. I'm
2: surprised Theo, that you're
0: taking this
3: approach.
2: I
0: don't know. This is a little soft. I feel is, like. Though. I thought Theo had more of a uh, of an edge. You got hey
2: look. Let me tell you something, man. I know when and where <laughs> to do what. And for Mike Evans, <laughs> okay. he's got to know. Oh, Aaron Abba, oh was, okay, never mind. That was he, a good line. He, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> he's got to know, though, for real. Like you're too important to what we're trying he's to do right been now. Been known that. It don't matter. It's it does. DB twelve. It, it kind of matters. Do you know what this was? The heat of the moment and, and, and the fact that it's Marshawn Lattimore, that got to him. So I think Mike Evans acted more emotionally instead of being more logical about the fact that you're Mike Evans, time and place. I,
0: I get it. S- send the
2: six-stringer. Send the rookie.
0: I get what you're saying, but but why? It doesn't change the fact that Bruce Arians is roaming <laughs> the sideline ordering Mike Evans into the game. I, no didn't, realize,
2: I didn't realize Bruce Arians. Like,
0: was what is Bruce, Go clean this up, Mike. Does, somebody needs to get Bruce Arians a handler. Like he can't be trusted on his own apparently. Yeah. He was in the he was upstairs in a in a booth mm-hmm. week 1. Yeah. Why is he on the sideline?
2: In Buck's S- regalia.
0: Yeah, somebody does he not realize he's not the coach anymore? Like, he relinquished those duties. Somebody get a leash on the dude, put a hot dog in front of him,
2: and a chicken say, wings.
0: Yeah, or chicken wings and say, Brucey, stay up
2: here. Just relax.
0: Just relax and watch the he game.
2: He looked like the head coach, too. The way he, like, his, his disposition on the sideline as he was walking he, up I'm and surprised down he
0: didn't have a headset on. Yeah, he looked can, like the head I,
3: coach of the can team. Can I admit something really embarrassing? What? Up until about two minutes ago, I forgot Todd Bowles was the exactly. head coach. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: So watching that last night, uh, him well, sending him in. clearly forgot. I yeah. forgot too. It's big of you to, to, to absolutely <laughs> admit on a so, top 50 market sports talk radio show, you forgot that <laughs>
3: Todd Bowles was the head coach. So the whole time I watched that video of him sending Mike Evans in, I'm thinking he's the head coach.
0: So, so I'm, I'm a little
3: taken back right well, now. can I admit something? So where's
0: Todd Bowles? Let me, let me admit something. Uh, I grew up in Chicago. Huge Bears fan. I still follow the Bears, even though I'm a Dolphins guy now. I didn't remember
2: the Bears head coach's head name coach. until after Week One. Yeah,
0: you didn't even remember his name two
3: months
2: ago. I thought I, Ryan I don't Pace know. was still in the in the. I, I saw the some
3: hashtag yeah. Fire Nagy tweets yesterday, and I was a <laughs> little, little <chug>. shocked. <laughs>
2: Maggie's like at the grocery store bagging <laughs> bagging the groceries right now, doing a damn good job, doing the hard work that we back, need him to do. Back, and people is, are trying to fire him again. They were right.
3: down 27 10 and they started coming on my timeline. And I'm like, well, well hold on here. Let, let, me, let me do some research here. Yeah. What's Naggy doing?
2: so funny, man. What is Naggy doing these days?
0: Nothing. Yeah, he's that's coaching the, his son's high school team. I, I is he really? No. Oh, okay. But I think that's what you do. Even what if he actually was bagging groceries? Not that it is. It's not bad. It's, it's good not a job to disparage. Absolutely not. It's just we you a head coach of the band. Finding a good grocery bagger these days is increasingly difficult to find mm-hmm. yeah. because so many stores just have you do it your own. I'm not a good grocery bagger. I yeah. suck at it. I don't know what to put where. I don't know how much to put in a bag. I don't know if I need to double bag something. The days of the reliable uh, grocery bagger, grocery stores, stop trying to save money.
2: Yeah, I'll the self-checkout. Right.
0: So. You know, I'm okay with the self-checkout, but I, I need someone to help me pack my
2: groceries. So you want somebody at the end of the self-checkout line packing your groceries for you?
0: Yeah. Why not? <laughs> I'll, I'll handle the beep. They can handle the bagging. And they'll make, they, can make, they can make hourly, and they get tips. Like, fine.
1: Okay, you're
0: There's a very famous grocery store here that says don't tip. You don't need to tip our employees. It's our pleasure. But I want to. I want to because I'm at a point now in my life where I need somebody to bag my groceries because I am incapable of doing it like an adult. Mm. I just throw, I'll throw uh, like a rotisserie chicken in with ice cream
2: bars. Mm. Like, what That's am smart. I doing? That's not smart. That's bad stuff. Bag grocery bag. But bagger. I
0: just, I don't know, and I don't know the weight ratio. I don't know what fits where. Mm.
2: You're like the Nathaniel Hackett of grocery bag.
0: Is there a possible way? We've been talking about worst losses. Is there a way to win a game but also have the worst loss of an NFL Sunday? Mm. Russell Wilson looks lost. Nathaniel Hackett? Looks like he has no business being a head coach. What are the Broncos doing? We were looking at highlights (laughs) during our Mariah Carey love ballad to Tua on SportsCenter where it was just about 30 seconds of in the third quarter yesterday against uh, against the, um, uh, Texans. the Texans. The, the Texans. Houston
2: Texans who keep getting these incompetent teams. But
0: there were Broncos fans in the stands with their head in their hands, just like depression, weeping. It was really sad, and, they're, and they ended up winning. But they nobody did. feels good about I'll, that. I want
2: to look this up. The last time an NFL coach was fired following a win. <laughs> now, I wonder, though, I can't remember if the Raiders were coming off a win when John Gruden was fired. Last year, but that was different.
0: Oh yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Or did he
2: even like? Was it a forcibly step down? I don't know how they. No, no, that. It, was a, it was. A hey,
0: firing. you're kind of racist, so we're gonna need to push you out the door.
2: Okay, so maybe that might have came after a win, so maybe it's not as unprecedented. But I think that if the Broncos decided to fire Nathaniel Hackett, oh yeah, today, for,
0: yeah, if they if they fired him for performance after yeah. a win, yes,
2: that would be unprecedented. <laughs> but but would anybody be mad? Who would be mad if Nathaniel no. Hackett was fired today? <sighs>
0: That's rough. Oh, this is going to be embarrassing, by the way. You want to know what Matt Nagy's doing now, Stone?
2: (laughs) Oh, don't tell me he's on the offensive staff somewhere.
0: Senior assistant and quarterbacks coach for? No. Theo, you know where I'm going with
2: this. No, no, no. He's back? You know what team? Kansas City Chiefs? Mm -hmm. I cannot believe we brought Matt Nagy back. No wonder Mahomes has been looking sharp. (laughs) The quarterback whisperer. (laughs) Andy (laughs) Reid created this guy. (laughs) sent them off to Chicago to tank that franchise for Mm -hmm. a little bit and then brought them right back in. He's becoming Bill Belichick.
0: Come
3: on come on back. Come on back. Chicago did you wrong, buddy. Andy
2: Reid pulled a Bill Belichick.
0: It's like the Nick Saban, come be an analyst for me. It is. And then go get your next job. But that was his (sighs) – Speaking of quarterback whispers, Bill O'Brien. Yeah, same kind of deal on Saban's staff right now. uh, Who's first to Saban, Scott Frost or Herm Edwards? I think Herm should just get out of coaching. Just go back to TV. Herm needs to go back to TV. He was was great there. Mike Greenberg called him America's coach. That's great. He should have never gone back to coaching.
2: He he kind of messed up. He he kind of tarnished some of his luster.
0: Well, he also cheated, apparently, and still couldn't win. Yeah, forgot about that. I mean, it's probably for the better. He's out before they get suspended from bowl games for the next seventeen years at Arizona State.
2: Herm Edwards, man, it's so it's such a fall from, from grace there.
3: It's, I, it's Herm Edwards paired with Emory Jones, just two really disgusting, yeah, disgusting things there yeah. for Arizona State. Yeah.
0: Remember when Bruce Arians was on the sideline, acting like he was coaching the Bucks? <laughs> I just don't understand that. Remember when Stone forgot Bruce Arians up until one fifteen Eastern time? You know, I'm forgot watching, that Bruce Arians was not the coach? I'm watching the video.
2: Thinking, Wait, help. this guy's
0: not the head coach. It
2: doesn't help because how often do we get guys that were just coaching a team in the playoffs last year still on the sidelines with that team right. but not coaching? Right. It's so it's weird.
0: weird it would be like when Howard Schnellenberger stepped down at FAU, but you still have him stuck in the sideline after after he retired.
2: Yeah. Like, what are you, what's, and week why two, are you doing that? Like, if, if give him some time to adjust to Todd Bowles before you're on the sidelines in right, week yeah, two. it's
0: week two, yeah, if this was week 15, <laughs> yeah. you'd be like, hey, we, Bruce, come hang out with us. But this is week two, and not only is he just hanging out on the sideline, he's making personnel decisions. <laughs> he's got their best player suspended. <laughs> <laughs> he sent Mike Evans in. he got Mike Evans suspended for a game. Is he purposely doing this to Todd Bowles? Is there a a disconnect we weren't aware of
3: and if he's on the sideline in you know a really important game against new orleans and obviously he's in the coaching facility and he's in the facilities yeah. each and every day of the week like it's not like he just shows up
2: on sunday it's almost like his retiring was uh symbolic yeah like
0: uh, i mean when i when lane kiffin was at fau monty kiffin was around all the time he'd be at practices but you know where monty kiffin wasn't on game days <laughs> The damn sideline. You know what it
3: is. You know I hate to do it, but Ed Ogeron needs to just stop parading around in this Miami gear. Ooh. And he's on the sideline. He's in the booth. He's in. The, I've seen him. You know, coach defensive linemen like run drills and stuff. It's the same thing. But we love Ed so. You know, it's the same, but it's not. Did you see? Yeah, walking around, you know, pregame outside the stadium. Like, it's hilarious.
0: Did you see the photo of him in Texas where he's at some fast food restaurant with his girlfriend, a tall, hot, blonde, arm around her? That dude loves his PDA, and he loves to show off his newest woman of the month, man. Ed Orgeron is living. He's yoked up, too. He's yoked up. He's tan as hell. He's got (laughs) unlimited money. And he is slaying.
2: He's a different dude.
0: I mean, he's, if you're blonde weird. and tall and hot, Eddie O's coming for you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> be on the lookout. Be
0: on the lookout for Eddie O, and you can't resist it because he's yoked, and he's tan, and he's full of money. Yeah. And he just got his son hired. You know, coaches the quarterbacks for the Hurricanes, and now he just gets to parade around with the team. It's a good gig. Let's uh, let's talk about the Kings when we come back, real quick. You want to uh, you want to give us a little bit here on uh, PBKC, Theo?
2: Ken Stone, I don't have to tell y'all, but I'll tell the fans because maybe they haven't heard before. PBKC is your entertainment destination with No Limit Poker, casino table games, super OTB action. Uh, we got exceptional dining and exciting events, and including this Sunday. PBKC features South Florida's premier card and memorabilia show featuring signed icon, amazing vendors, prize drawings, and more. Join me, Theo Dorsey, alongside J. Mark, broadcasting live from 10 to 11 on a Sunday on ESPN 106.3 and catch all of the big games with the Sunday ticket and hundreds of sports TVs. There's literally TVs everywhere there on the second floor of the Palm Beach Kennel Club, so you won't miss any of the action. Go to pbkennelclub.com to check out all of the upcoming events. By
0: the way, Jeanette uh, texted, uh, and uh, she'll be here to celebrate the Buccaneers Wednesday, Thursday here on Ken Levick Alive. She texted, you all obviously have no loyalty to family. Glad to know you wouldn't fight for me, especially you, Theo. I'd throw bows for all of you, minus you now, Theo. Now, I don't think that any of us are saying that we would not have Jeanette's back in an altercation. No, No, don't take it easy. Theo did.
2: So you're Theo's saying sending send in
0: be, the backup? You heard I'm in the scrub. So, so Theo's like, I don't want to get suspended. I want to get my paycheck. So exactly. He'd, he'd be like, oh, take your beating,
2: Jeanette, and trust me, it'll be okay in the long run. Here's the difference, though. Here's the difference. People know when <laughs> I'm around. Beating. People know when I'm around not to mess with Jeanette in the first place. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Okay. The problem is Mike Evans' tail was on the sideline when this all broke out in the first place. If he was on the field, maybe it doesn't break down. I'm always in the trenches. I'm just trying to decide what would be the equivalent yeah.
0: of Jeanette. And a situation where we have to have her back say we're at a bar and she you know something happens and i'm just th- this is the most obvious place for something like this to happen <laughs> um but but it, it would be like <laughs> like an intern at ESPN West Palm being like hey Ken go get Jeanette's
2: back no, wrong. Like, it's,
0: what are, no, are you? No, it's wrong
3: it's Theo grabbing the intern by the neck and pushing him forward I'll give okay. you the
2: replay of what will happen here so we're at the bar Jeanette's there Evan Cohen, who no longer has his one hour, he's got relegated, kind of like Bruce Arians. <laughs> he looks at me, he tries to throw me in there to Dude. go save Jeanette. Right? Oh my God. And I and I say, Evan, hold on a second now. And I turn, I look at intern Ryan. Check. I got two hours a day, Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> I oh. say, Ryan, are D-Wade look alike here? I say, you get on out there and you go save Jeanette. Punch him in the face. <laughs> That's my dog. I cannot wait for Evan to hear that. <laughs> I'll send him my dogs after. <laughs> Evan tries to send me in his relegated role, like Bruce Arians. He tries to send me Mike <laughs> too, Evans out it's there. Too accurate. And I said, Ryan. <laughs> it's too accurate. I, wow. I said, go get him, Ryan. And guess what? I'll be here next week to do Temple of Troll. And Ryan will get suspended for a week, but you know what? We'll 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 make it up on the back end for him. Mm-hmm. And Jeanette's still protected. You Where's g- the harm? You just give him your bonus. I'll give I'll give Ryan my bonus. What? We'll take bonus. care of him. What bonus? <laughs> I'll give We're him at my, the bar. I'll give him my bonus from PBKC <laughs> from Palm Beach Kennel Club show. Okay, all right. I'll give him that check. And we'll make <laughs> sure that Jeanette... Is safe. Everybody we are, wins.
0: We're finding out a lot about Theo here. I, I'm wins. trying to decide if he's a man of intelligence or a man of character or neither. I am really confused about Theo right now. Maybe he is a man of intelligence, but maybe not a man of character. I don't know. Well, think I'm about weighing this. my options here.
2: Think about this. Ryan the intern turns from Ryan the intern to Ryan the hero Ooh. who went and saved Jeanette. So oh, now I'm giving remote. Ryan a platform. So you did him
0: a favor by throwing him into Promotion. an ultimate
2: Exactly. Ultimate teammate. So ESPN West Palm is going to make... the Decision to oh we're gonna publicly reprimand Ryan for his actions, but really he comes off looking like doors, a badass. Yeah, okay. Oh. Now, now he's sounding intelligent. All right, but, see this the way he spun it now
0: it has me continuing to weigh my options. Now I just, there's
2: a little bit of redemption. He's the standout intern now, and he's probably gonna yeah. get locked in and, and get the full time job later on. You're welcome, wait, Ryan. We, wait, wait a minute.
0: Do we <laughs> at ESPN West Palm hire off of who steps in for <laughs> whom in an altercation, a physical altercation? That answer's not public.
2: We can't talk about that on air. <laughs> now, Ken, you're trying to get us in trouble now. You see what he tried to uh-huh. do, Stone? Who really doesn't have? He, even, he even proposed
3: he, it in question. Yeah, study. like he <laughs> wanted us to give an answer.
0: Why is Bruce Arians on the Buck sideline? Does anybody have an answer? Why is Bruce Arians on the Buck sideline? And what did you just think of Theo's hypothetical (laughs) about standing up for Jeanette in a physical altercation? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Also, we'll talk about the Canes and that listless performance on Saturday. That's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken LeVick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
1: in the Bean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken Lebeca Live on ESPN 106.3. We talked about all the different ways we'd have Jeanette's back.
0: Theo, I think we, we finally got down to it in some way, shape, or form. Theo would, in a physical altercation that Jeanette was involved in, find a way for somebody to have yeah.
2: Jeanette's back while he's still able to get that bag. There will be an intervention that will happen and all parties will end up better for it. <laughs> That's all I can say.
0: Somewhere else that has your back? Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. And they will help you keep some money in that bag. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach Military Trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. It's where I got my Kia K5GT. It is where you are gonna have one heck of a car buying experience because they're not swarming you when you come in the door. Hey, where do you what do you need? What do you do? No, no you're not gonna have seven associates? That are trying to bum rush you, okay? In a nice, calm, what are you looking for? The selection at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, by the way, is awesome. And pro tip go to greenwaykiawestpalmbeach.com beforehand, check out that selection online so you can come in and start calling out directions. I want to see this car, I want to see this car, I want to test drive this car. It's the way to go, in my experience, Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. So, what do I do? I go get a little espresso in the back there. Get Gorgeous, gorgeous coffee machine for their customers. That's right. Get a little little caffeine in me, a little cafecito. And then test drive a couple of Kias. Go in, say, I like that. I like it because it's fuel efficient. I like it because it's safe. I like it because it has plenty of room for the family. So then, and this is for me always the toughest part of buying a car, time to talk about money. I just, I don't like it. I don't do numbers real well. I don't do haggling real well. Good thing is a Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. There's no judgment there. Because I've been through stretches of my life where I've had terrible credit. I mean, embarrassing credit. If I went to go buy an apartment or lease an apartment, rent an apartment, whatever, I'd be laughed out of the the, the office. At Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, there's a credit clinic on site. There's no laughing. There's no judgment. There's how can we help you? How can we make this work? Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, they are going to run all the creditors, try and find you a situation, no matter how bad your credit is, to get you in a car and get you off the lot. And monthly payments that aren't going to have you worried and fretting for how you're going to make them. I mean, they just, they're there for you. you. Can't ask for anything else in a dealership. That's a family. Greenway Kia, Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, Military Trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport, Greenway Kia, West Palm com. I was thinking about you guys Saturday night when I was uh, coming home from the FAU UCF game that I was calling, and. Uh, it was really, really listless. And for me, unexpected the way Miami played on offense. Mm. Uh, the, the drops, the lack of any semblance of confidence for Mario Cristobal in the red zone, it almost, to me, it felt like the Canes were just settling for being there and being close. Yeah, And that bothered me because I believe in Mario. I believe in the Canes. But you're on the road, non-conference, in a game that for me, when App State went in there and won, it changed the outlook a little bit. You can go in there and you can get them. And everything was so vanilla. And no, TVD did not play well. The receivers were atrocious. And to me, it has nothing to do with Restrepo being injured. Nothing. But, I mean, is that really how this is always going to be under Mario? Is just this, I know it's conservative, but... I mean, good God, it felt like we were back in the 50s. Yeah. That that bothered me. I, I want this to be a high-powered machine, and I know that Mario's weapons aren't there yet, but really, we're just going to be settling for field goals all the time at Miami? That, that, to me, Mario, the way he handled the red zone situations especially, had me thinking, Jesus, I mean, this is going to be a death march if this continues.
2: And, and I wonder how much of it is, I mean... What's that balance between he and Josh Gaddis? Um, I don't think Mario's involved any bit in this offense. So you think it's just you don't Josh Gaddis?
0: So you think Josh Gaddis is, just hey, let's just kick a field goal. You don't think Mario's saying, hey, take the points, take the, the
2: points. The first three games in general, the play calling has been really, and I thought the vanilla play calling was because it was like lesser opponents, but against Texas A&M it was. They
0: revealed nothing. Yeah, Yeah,
3: I don't think Mario really has anything to do with the offensive side of the ball or the play calling. So like then that.
0: how do you explain it then? How do you explain that? Like To me, you hung in with Texas A&M. Great. Texas A&M, by the way, uh, this according to ESPN, has missed two tackles all year. Yes, they got upset by App State, but that defense has missed two tackles all year long. I get that they're good, but with all these weapons you have at Miami, and I know many don't believe in the receiving core as a whole, it's just you want to give fans something to latch on to. Like, we're going to take these chances We're going to go for it. We're going to trust our dudes. Mario didn't trust, or Josh Gaddis didn't trust the dudes on Saturday night.
3: Now, here's what I'll say, because what TVD did out there, Tyler Van Dyke, I thought was pitiful, and I think a lot of the times when you you have a team, right now, at at the time, ranked 12th in the country, on third downs, when your team's down, like you call a play call, but in the back of your head, you know that your quarterback's going to make something happen. You know he's going to extend plays outside the pocket. He's going to fit balls in windows where it's a third or fourth read. Like the quarterback has to take over the game at times. So TVD expecting Josh Gaddis to put him in these easy situations to hit wide open receivers, that's a dream. That's a myth. That's not necessarily a thing. I think we are all waiting for Tyler Van Dyke to do it himself. Like that's your job as a quarterback down the stretch for a team that's 12th in the country. Like it's on you like I said, to convert third downs, to put balls in tight windows, to take shots down the field on first down if they're if they're called and stuff. So what TV did, I think, was the most depressing so, part.
0: So you're putting most of this, like I'm getting on Mario, and then I'm getting on Gattis. Exactly. So you think it's more on TVD than anything. Exactly. But then isn't this, I mean, Theo, this is a guy in, in Tyler Van Dyke who projected to be a first-round NFL draft pick next year. Yeah. And – He's really just sort of been sort of blocked. Why is Tyler Van Dyke different this year than he was under the previous regime? I don't understand this. Then and and this whole. Uh, we'll get through the coastal. If TVD is going to be what he was against Texas A and M, at one point, what was he? Ten to twenty-two stone. Yes. And I know there were a lot of drops, but uh, so it's not on the receivers. You're putting that on TVD too. It, it, a lot of it was on the receivers
3: and I like to think that if your receivers are playing bad and not getting where they're supposed to be, yeah, it does hurt your confidence level, but just take what we saw from Kyler Murray. And I know it's a tough example, right? He's a freak in nature, but on that fourth down like as a coach, like you can call
0: in a certain play, but it's up to the guy who
3: to takes create. the snap to create. So,
0: if he's going to play like he did against Texas A&M, can we confidently say
2: they're going to get through the Coastal? They won't beat NC State. They won't beat I'm thinking of like
3: that's the problem. Like They are going to need to win shootouts. Like, so I if just, NC State and Devin uh, wants to score points, if Virginia and Brennan Armstrong want to score points, Clemson and DJ want to score points, I don't think that Miami compete in a track race. I just, with all of the hype of
0: Mario coming home, Gattis, huge coaching staff, let's go, TVD, and through three games, I feel very unfulfilled. And one of the refrains I heard after the game Saturday was, hey, take it in stride. It's early. Cristobal needs to recruit his team. You almost beat a team that's had five recruiting classes under the current head coach come through. But I don't think that there's that type of patience in existence at Miami, especially if in year one under Cristobal, you're going to be playing like that where it's just
2: boring. Well, and, and the one pass I'll give Miami is, number one, it's non-conference, it's on the road. If before the season we said the Canes go into College Station and lose 17-9, to most Miami fans would have taken it. Sure.
0: But this isn't before the I, season. I get anymore. it.
2: I get it. But what I'm uh, Texas AM made a quarterback change. It still didn't look that good on no, offense. I mean, that should have been the sole bad. reason
0: that Miami won the game. Yeah, Max Johnson is bad. The previous yeah. guy, bad. A- the
2: problem. AM is not as good as we thought they would be, but this is not the end-all be all for Miami. And if this is the wake-up call that this coaching staff and the roster itself needed, and TVD, who again stone, like I agree, I'm not a quarterback, so I don't know. Like if I should blame it on the receivers who were dropping balls. I mean, they were dropping punts, dropping balls, missing kicks. Everything was going wrong Well, the special teams the was
0: atrocious
3: too.
2: Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like don't act like TVD wasn't missing guys he too, was, though. No, TVD was bad. I'm just saying, like, I I don't like, again. I'll I'll leave it up to you Trust to make the that call. Trust the quarterback. It's I'll your job. You It's your
3: job to create. Yeah. And Tyler
2: has shown us none of that ability. Even it's, in the first two games, it didn't. You didn't see much of that. Like, well, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Even against lesser opponents, you didn't see it, and then you don't see it at College Station now, and now I'm I'm questioning the quarterback. I'm also questioning the play calling, but also maybe, again, this is the wake-up call they need.
0: But you can be someone who's level-headed and say, hey, this is early in Mario. See what happens when he gets a couple of recruiting classes through here. This thing's going to be dynamic. But in the the short term, I also understand the, wait, Tyler Van Dyke was all world. This offseason, QB1, we hyped him up. He was, his people were asking us $2,000 for 10 minutes to interview him. And we should get hold of the agent now and say, hey, uh, $50 for 10, you're welcome. (laughs) Like, that's the way I feel. Like, I just, this has been such a lackluster start to the year for a guy that people were saying Heisman. Heisman potential. First round draft pick. At this rate, TVD. He's sure as hell coming back next year. <laughs> I mean, what is no happening doubt. right now? He's going to be and in a quarterback
3: the, battle with Jaden Rashada. I mean,
0: I'm sorry, the only no, people
3: are calling for Jake Garcia. People are calling for that kid behind him who did play originally before yeah. him to split snaps this coming Saturday. Like but, Miami fans are coming for the neck.
0: The biggest difference is the offensive coordinator. <laughs> the variables are pretty much the
2: same. Receiver group. He lost some receivers though. I thought
0: a couple. Of course,
2: yeah, of course. But not but, not, but
0: not, but not enough to be overly appreciable. Where you're ten of twenty-two. You still have your your four-year guy in Will Mallory. You still have Xavier Restrepo, who obviously didn't play Jacoby George. But you lose a possession receiver. Would that have helped? Sure. Would it have won Miami the game? No. With Restrepo hurt. I I just, this, even when Restrepo was healthy, it's not like Tyler Van Dyke was was torching opponents. So for me, I just wonder, why is this happening? Why is this happening? What was your biggest... Concern coming off of Miami's loss to Texas A&M, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, tweeted us at KLV1063. I don't really have many concerns about the defense. Uh, they still miss a tackle here and there, but I thought they were fine. Now, Texas A&M's offense isn't yeah, exactly, st- how would you stink. say, dynamic. Yeah. right?
2: So it's it's hard to even judge the defense on what they did because, yeah. I mean, you would think holding Texas A&M to 17 in college stations is a good performance, but yeah, you the Aggies would, suck. Absolutely. I you just, would. Like,
0: it doesn't feel like Texas A&M was that gauge game that we thought it was going to be. <laughs> I don't know any more about the Canes, and I don't feel any better about the Canes. Because you're right, before the season, oh, you lose yeah. by eight. But I thought it would be like a 38-30 game, and they wouldn't have <laughs> lost to App State. So now you don't even find the end zone to a team that was reeling off of a shocking upset. What do you make of that? And your quarterbacks played poorly. Can I make you guys
3: laugh real quick? The top eight QB's and they're in Florida. They're QBR. So uh, take a guess where do you think Tyler Van Dyke is? Uh, is he dead last? He's not dead last, but it's Jordan Travis, Tate Rodemaker, obviously the kid, John Reese Plumley, uh-huh. Nicosi Perry, and then Tyler Van Dyke.
2: I did not realize Tate Rodemaker was backing up for FSU. Yeah, I he, covered that kid in uh, high school.
3: He came in and won the game for he him won the Louisville game. on Friday night. Yeah, Cause
0: cause was,
2: yeah that
3: was Tate
0: he,
2: Rodemaker. Yeah,
0: he was, chuck, he was chucking it around, Almost man. lost the
2: high. Yeah, all it, right.
0: He was throwing 90-mile-an-hour so. fastballs out there. He looked good. Let me throw this out to you, and I think this is a topic for tomorrow uh, in full. You have a round robin, okay? You've got Florida, Florida State, Miami, UCF. Who's winning the most games in that round robin right now? Because Anthony Richardson, we talk about Tyler Van Dyke. I'd argue that Anthony Richardson might be a bigger disappointment than Tyler Van Dyke, though Richardson at least has that highlight reel a couple of plays from Utah. Yeah. But since then, he's just been a guy standing back there throwing the ball to the turf. Fall from grace, for 30, sure. 35.9 QBR,
3: Anthony Richardson. <laughs> no touchdown passes on the season. Except, well, no,
0: he had the one against Utah. It was a two-point conversion. Oh, that's right. It was a two-point conversion. You're right. Not he doesn't a have sing- a single touchdown pass. No, sir. Holy I hell, still,
2: dude! I still don't know who I would rather have as my quarterback right now between him and TVD. He's got more tackles than touchdown passes on the Ooh, season.
0: Taking Perry right now at this rate for Florida's <laughs> offense. Then, uh, um, but 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 who, round robin is Florida I, State is Florida State better than Florida? Florida mean, State I think is better than Miami. Give me the Noles in the round robin. Give me the Noles in the round. They can score points. They can score points,
3: and they, if they have to chuck the ball and go into empty, I'm confident in Jordan Travis more so than I am Tyler Van Dyke and Anthony
0: Richardson.
2: This is not good. What, what we saw on Friday with Miami, too. Y'all remember after mm. week one, we were talking, we were singing mm. the praises of all of the Florida teams, and it was just the. Oh, man. We thought this <laughs> was
0: uh, college football in the state of Florida was back, baby. And
3: Florida came one play
2: away from losing to Southern UCF. Florida. UCF. USF.
0: Yeah.
3: One play away. I, uh, and USF
2: is trash bag, <laughs> Just awful. I don't know what to think of these teams anymore. Uh, I'm stressed because stressed. I thought it was overweight for the game. Remember when Cristobal was yelling on the sidelines and Stone was like, "Oh, they were going to play mistake-free football for the rest of the time." Canes here. Fans were
0: like, "Oh my God, Mory was
2: yelling! <laughs> I'm so hot."
3: <laughs> the defense played well. He's got the boys under, and that offensive line looked really good. Look, look, Alex Miraball came in and cleaned. Oh yeah, the offensive line, up.
0: which makes the TVD stuff so much more frustrating. Yes, it does because he is getting protection. Exactly. Uh, if you want to if you want to have fun, now watching the Kane Saturday, not fun. But if you want to have fun, the best fantasy, the most fun fantasy is Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy, get the app or go to underdogfantasy.com. At Underdog Fantasy, you're playing weekly. You set a team. You don't have to change it right before kickoff. It is perfect. You are locked in. For me, this weekend, I'm going to Purdue. FAU plays Purdue. I'm not going to get in to West Palm after that game until 5.30 in the morning. I'm going to be getting into bed is the sun is up in full, okay? You think I want to wake up and rush before the 1 o'clock games to get a lineup set? Uh-uh. They're all locked in for me, so that way I can make wake up a couple of plays in and... I feel rested things are good to go that's what you get with underdog fantasy you can play high low you can play individual versus individual it's super fun you can get a bunch of your friends and put together a weekly league that's what's great about underdog fantasy use the promo code west palm all one word west palm at an underdog fantasy they're going to double your deposit up to a hundred dollars can't go wrong with it it's the best most fun way to play fantasy it's underdog fantasy use the app or go to underdogfantasy.com. He's Theo Dorsey. I'm Ken LeVick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken LeVick Alive on ESPN 106.3. I, 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 I hope people don't think that I'm just poo-pooing Mario. I just assume, though, Stone give me a different perspective on this. I just assume that Mario is the one who is kick the field goal, kick the field goal. And you're saying, Stone, that Mario doesn't have anything to do with it.
3: You know, I hate to pull this card, right, the body language card, but he looked uncomfortable the entire time the camera panned to him when he was on the sideline and the offense was out on the field. I don't think that he has that much of a say in what they do offensively. I think so, he has
0: trust in Josh
3: Gaddis, who so won they, the
0: assistant coach of the year last year. So then Gaddis doesn't trust the QB is what I'm gleaning from this conversation. Mm. Or, or the guys. Or which, the guys around him. Which is stunning. Yeah. It's stunning that you're not trusting TVD. I, I, just, I hope there's not an issue there. I just hope there's not an issue there. I'm not talking injury. I'm just talking about ability. Uh, real quick... If you're experiencing foot and ankle pain need to see an expert in the field, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, combining its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine sports medicine care. baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information, with offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. That'll do it for us. For Theo and Stone, I'm Ken. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.